What is up, friends? This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement, and Lord knows I looked at my clock at 7.38. I was like, Ashley, you better get your butt on that mic, and you better do this podcast because your kids are waking up at 8 o'clock. You've got to get your booty in there, cook some breakfast, and be present with your children. I was like, all right, Lord, I got to get on this. So, you guys, when this episode releases, it will be Christmas Day. Oh, my gosh. I hope you all are going to have a wonderful day today. You know, we, we, we wake up in the morning, me and my husband, drink our coffee, and then the children wake up and we just get to see the joy on their faces. We love blessing our kids, you know, with little gifts and, uh, you know, just being able to do things. Who, you guys, do you guys like doing stuff for your kids? Being able to bless them with gifts. I love it, you know, and, uh, so I just, I just love seeing the joy on their face and not only that, you know, just kind of being together and, um, you know, our, uh, my mother-in-law and father-in-law usually come over uh, on Christmas day and we get to spend some time with them. You know, I'm praying that in our family, especially that we will be able to have some really deep and meaningful conversations with each other. You know, uh, that's one thing I've noticed about my husband's family is, um, you know, we hang around each other, but we don't really know each other. And I think deep down, like we want to know each other in those deeper ways, but I don't know, maybe we're just afraid. I don't know. You know, um, as I told you guys at the very beginning of this week, right? What is the one thing that God is developing in you right now? What new season is he bringing you in into? What are the things that you know are in you that he wants to bring out? And you guys, that has been on me. I'm going to say for the last like three weeks to a month, it's like, I feel this rebirth coming it coming on me. Like the things that God has placed in my heart. He's like, Ashley, you need to walk out those things I've put in you, those desires, those talents, those skills, the things you want to do, the things you want to pursue, the things you want to talk about. I need you to step into that. And I'm like, oh my God, like I want to freeze up you guys because I've never done that before. I've always lived my life with the, with the inner Ashley suppressed as I've shared in my story and survived on the opinions, the attitudes, the outcomes, the thoughts of everybody else around me. Now, you guys, and you know, I'll probably, we'll probably do another podcast about that, you know, talking about how you can you know, how, how you end up developing yourself as a person through the thoughts and opinions of other people and how, you know, that how deceiving that can be at times because some of their thoughts align with your thoughts. And so therefore you think that you're validating your own thoughts when, you know, you might be just validating your compulsion, right? Living against your own will, but it can seem like it's your idea at times, especially how can I say this? You guys, like for me growing up, um, I, I knew that I was in massive dysfunction as a child, okay, and I knew, but I but I also understood the dynamic, like I, I understood why my parents were struggling, so I had a different heart, a different perspective than the outsiders did, but even in my own anger and frustration of it, like you guys, I did resent the things that I went through. I was extremely frustrated as a child to feel so silenced and cut off in the middle of such abuse and seeing and witnessing those things and not being able to do anything about it. Because if you did something about it, it would jeopardize you even more, right? You, you know, who wants, who wants to be ripped away from their mother? I was not going to make that choice. I did not have the courage to do that. I had heard people living in foster homes and getting molested and all these kinds of things. I was like, Lord, I don't even want to go through that. The thought of that happening to me as a five-year-old girl scared the crap out of me. 
So anyway, what was that? What was the point I was trying to make you guys? I get kind of lost in my own thoughts sometimes. Um, it was the whole idea of, oh, letting other people validate you. Other people saw the dysfunction. I agreed with them. And so, you know, we had that in common. Like we both saw it. And if they offered a solution to it, I was like, well, hey, you know, maybe I'll just do it their way. Right. I mean, we're in agreement with that. I mean, it gave me some sense that I was in control of my life. But looking back at it, you guys, I was just a slave to them in another way. Didn't know it, but you guys, that's not what today's podcast is about. Today would be a boundaries day. Now, and this is kind of crazy timing, right? Y'all are going to be spending time with your family. Now, let me recommend, as I heard on another podcast I was listening to, it was like the success podcast or whatever. He's, it, was a, it was a Thanksgiving episode they did. They're like, okay, do not bring out all the family drama during Thanksgiving, okay? Can y'all just get along for a moment? And I was like, yeah, I feel that, okay? So the things I'm talking about today... Um, this might not be the day to open up this can of things, okay? Maybe you just need to take a step back and ask the Lord, Lord, help me to have wisdom and how I need to deal with the dysfunctional family dynamics that are hurting the love that we want to have with each other, right? And, and you know, what? maybe just make it a reflection time and ask God to give you the grace you need to be around your family members that you might be struggling in relationship with right now. You guys, I completely understand, okay? Especially like with my siblings. I love my siblings with all my heart. However, we all grew up in different dynamics. We all have different dads, okay? That right there is a whole nother gig. On top of that, we all did not grow up together, okay? My little brother, he was with me up until, gosh, I think he was three, in and out, and he got abused a lot. So he had to go live with his dad, his biological dad, which was God's grace to my brother. But then my dad dropped my brother off at my grandma's house. So now then my brother has his abandonment issues and stuff, you know, and, and I, you know, God, God bless him. I, he's still trying to work through some things. And so if you guys could pray for my brother, that he will get the healing and restoration that I'm now seeking in my life. Um, you know, and his dad died back at, you know, my stepdad, he's the one who raised me by the way. Um, you know, he, and it's kind of, it's one of those things. He, he's my stepdad. I love him because he raised me, but then he was also the one that brought the chaos into the situation too. He's the one I watched abuse my mom. My brother wasn't born at the time, so he didn't see this. You know, my brother did not see the damage that his father had done, you know, in that way. Now, like I said, you guys, I don't hold anything against my stepdad and my mother because I understand the, 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 the stress and the relational things. I got a lot of heart for that, but you know, also owning the behaviors that that caused the hurt, right? We, we, we can't be in denial of things that hurt us, even though they're family, okay? And that's what we're going to be talking about today, you guys. We're going to be talking about setting boundaries in life with the people that we love. You know, we are family. You know that song? I was going to try to sing it for you, but I don't think that'd be a good idea right now because I can already feel like my voice is a little raspy or something today. I don't know what it is, but I can tell when I should not be hitting a high note and it's not at this moment. So anyway, setting boundaries with family, right? And you know, and, and like my, my older sister, uh, I didn't grow up with her. I did not meet her until I was 12 or 13 years old. She was 19. She was already married, you guys. So I didn't even know my older sister, older brother, same story. You guys, I mean, I, can I just say we all have stories with stories with everybody in our life. Okay. Like this podcast can't be about all these things, but I'm telling you guys, um, you know, learning how to have boundaries with each other because we've all had massive dysfunction in our lives. My older brother and sister, they've had, you know, we didn't grow up together. They lived with their dad. They endured tons of abuse. I mean, they went, they were in foster homes. You know, they both endured things that I prevented myself from experiencing. 
I didn't want to go to a foster home. I was terrified of that. They experienced all the abuse that can come with those. I'm not saying every foster home is bad, but let's be real. Things like that out there happen. We can't be blinded to that either, you guys. We got to, you know, look at the whole the whole picture. That way we don't become too biased on one thing or another, right? We can discern good and, good and evil if we look at it objectively. So, you know, there were some things that were happening in foster homes with my older brother and sister that should not have been done. And that damaged them and all the abandonment and all the crap they went through. So they had their own little dysfunction that they were raised in. I had my dysfunction that I was raised in. My brother, my younger brother had his own little thing that he was raised in with his, his grandparents raised him. But, you know, we, you know, let, let, let's say this about grandma and grandpa, right? Grandma and grandpa got so much guilt from the way that they raised their first children that they try to do everything they can with the grandchildren, but they don't necessarily do what needs to be done with the grandchildren because they have so much guilt and resentment they're operating from. And it's not, it's not truth and love and those things. It's more of guilt and shame and condemnation within themselves. So they do everything they can to make sure that their grandkid doesn't feel that, you know? And so my brother didn't get a lot of structure he needed, you know? So he's, he's dealing with his own demons right now. And so we're all really just trying to get our lives together. You know, my younger sister, I grew up with her mostly. Um, I think she was with me most, she was with me most of the time. Um, it was just me and her. So once my brother left, my younger brother was kind of in and out of her life. And then my younger sister came in. Well, I had my younger sister with me. Uh, I think her and I officially separated when she was 11. And when I got pregnant, when I was like 15, 16, and then my mom came and took her out of the stable environment. So then my sister went on another freaking shenanigans with my mom somewhere else. You guys. So the whole point is families have dysfunction. Okay. And it's not intentional. None of us, none of us, were born and said, yeah, we want to live in crappy situations, crappy chaos. We want to ruin each other's lives. We want to hurt each other. No, we are having to learn how to get healthy ourselves so we can be healthy with each other. We have to learn how we learned our unhealthy ways from these dysfunctional dynamics that we did not choose to live in. None of us chose to live in foster homes. None of us chose to live in alcoholic, abusive situations. None of us chose to be abandoned by our parents and, and, you know, not get the skills and tools we needed. None of us chose that. Now we have to choose as adults to get the things that we never got. And so we're learning how to do that. You guys, we're learning how to set boundaries with each other. And it's not easy because we are family, right? We, we like to say that at times, you know, and I want to talk about why, why we need to set boundaries with, with family members today and why it's so crucial to set, set with boundaries with family first, because you guys, at the end of the day, family is all we got, right? That's what we say. But are we doing the things to protect the love that are inside the family? Are we really doing that? Or are we turning a blind eye to the dysfunction that we came from? Okay. We all came from dysfunction. Dis- and like I said, we got five different daddies. Lord have mercy. Who knows all the dysfunction those, those daddies had. So now you've got dysfunction times five. Oh my God. It's one thing if two parents get together and have a bunch of kids together. Right. Okay. You got, you've got two parents. You're only dealing with each each dysfunction, but then you've got five different daddies, or you got different mamas, and oh my god, you guys, it is a freaking mess. And so that's where we came from—just messy, messy, messy. And learning how to recover ourselves, and, and why it's so important, because like I said, family, at the end of the day, that's supposed to be where all the love is, right? So we got to own, we got to own the love we got, and we got to protect what we got, and we got to figure out what boundaries do we need to have in place to protect the love that we want to have. And if there is no love in the relationship, because maybe there's been too much dysfunction. Well, you know what that means? We just got to take a step back. Let's get healed. Let's get our lives together. And let's hopefully, uh, you know, re-engage with one another as we find health within ourselves, right? You cannot give good to someone if you ain't got it inside yourself. So if you recognize inside your own heart that you've got turmoil, stress, anger, rage, hurt, depression, all of those things 
it's go get a therapy session. Like for real, go get, go, go before the Lord, you know, lay out your stuff, ask him to provide people into your life, give you the courage to get healed. You know, that's what I've been on. You guys, I've been on this healing journey. I'm going to say for the last five years, I've been going through therapy session every single day with the Lord, you know, and he's brought people into my life, human beings that I, I do this, this life with, right? We have, we're a therapy session for each other, my church, you know what I'm saying? My little home church and the relationships God is building through that. So you guys, enough of the, the chit chat. Let's break into this thing. It's already been 12 minutes, but I really need to set the stage for this because this is a very, this can be a very difficult topic, but if we come in with confidence and we know what we're trying to preserve and what we're trying to do, this will definitely get, this will at least give us some clarity, right? And you need clarity so you know what steps you need to take, right? What do I want? I want to preserve the love in my relationships with my family. How do we do that? So let's let's talk about that today. Should we set them with family? I, I don't know. I, let's. Ask, I'm going to ask you guys. Should you set boundaries with family? Are boundaries reserved for a group of people outside of your influence? Are they just for people that you don't know? Is that who boundaries are for? Right? What do you think of when I say setting boundaries with family? What does that mean? So I want you to establish that for yourself because you're only going to operate out of the meaning you have about life. I could tell you something, but being that we're coming from two different perspectives, what I'm saying to you might mean something that I'm not meaning to tell you. Does that make sense? I might say something to you and you might take it a completely different way because it means something different. So you need to establish what things mean for you in your life. What does setting boundaries with family mean? Okay. What does that mean? Now, ask. let's ask another question. Do family members have a special backstage pass and can come and go as they please regardless? Right? Boundaries, your property line, what you have control of yourself, your thoughts, your emotions, you know, your, your boundaries are, are gates, you know, they're, they're, they're fences with gates. You let out the bad and let in the good, right? In and out, you control what you're letting into your life and you control what leaves your life, right? You're responsible for that. But why is it we think that, you know, why do we think that we can just intrude in each other's lives without asking permission just because you're family? Do you get what I'm saying? Let's ask the question. Let's be honest. And if you believe that, you know what? It's okay, right? I I understand. However, you know, let's, let's, let's try to be respectful of one another in our lives, right? You know, I mean, I don't want anybody just barging through my front door. I'm sorry. I don't care if your family or not. Knock on the dang door. Okay? Like, for real, at least knock on the door. Ask permission. Don't just open the door. Just show up. Right? I mean, I don't know. Just think about that, you guys. So, do people think just because the word family is stamped means that they can do or say whatever they want? Right? Ask the question. Is it just because we're family that we allow each other to say and do things that we know are hurtful regardless. Maybe you don't even know it's hurtful. Maybe you try to tell somebody it's hurtful and they don't want to receive it. Right? So does that mean that the person who doesn't want to receive it can continue to do the things that hurt you even though they don't want to face it? Right? Is that, is that when you start, is that when Jesus starts talking about, be careful if you're throwing your pigs, pigs to pearls, you know, and we're going to be talking about that tomorrow. You guys, we're going to be talking about, Oh man, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff tomorrow. I don't want to, I don't want to tap into that right now, but I want you to think about that. Who are you giving your, 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 your pearls to your wisdom to, um, are, if people don't, how can I say this? Wisdom is needed for areas where you don't have it. Why, why would you throw your wisdom to somebody who doesn't want to acknowledge that they have what you need? Does that make sense? Or they don't want to acknowledge 
how you how they may be hurting the relationship ask the question so let, let's 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 who's our example right we always got to fall back on the lord right he created us he's got a purpose for us he's our example right so if y'all feel backed into a corner like well you know i don't know if i can set boundaries with family like what's your authority uh god's our authority okay let's look at him is that god's example does god just give us you know uh a stamp in that way and i'm gonna i'm gonna break into that in just a second oh yeah here we go can we pull that creation card do we get to pull that did god not still have to set boundaries on our relationship with him even though all mankind was created in his image okay god created all of us right all human beings are made in his image it doesn't matter whether they believe in christ or not god still gave them life they are still made in his image whether they whether they recognize they need what he has or not okay that, that doesn't matter but did, did that stop god from establishing the things that he needed to establish saying look i created you you are my family however the way we're doing things in the relationship is not good right god has certain requirements if we want to go to his house okay we got to accept certain things about him in order to be get the invitation you know the, the invitation goes out but are you going to receive the invitation are you going to dress for the occasion right you know god sent his son to us because the sinful nature we have was, was was hurting his heart so bad. We need his grace in order to operate in relationship. Because without the grace and without the knowledge of God, you can't have a relationship with the Lord because you don't know what he requires. Right? You're going to operate from your, you know, your sinful state. And you can't being that sin is things that break and destroy love. You know, if you don't get God's grace and his forgiveness inside of you, you're only going to continue to do things that hurt love and that, and that hurt God. God ain't playing like that, right? He set some very clear boundaries. If you want to have a relationship with him, even though he created you, right? He still set some limits. So just like we have families, we create our families, right? We bond to them first, right? Remember I talked about in another podcast. You don't set boundaries to somebody if there ain't no bonding going on, right? Then it's just, you know, tyranny or whatever. So you've got to be able to bond with somebody and then you set limits and set boundaries to preserve the love that's within the bond, right? That's what God had already done. He bonded with Adam and then he gave the commands, right? So that's how we deal with people, okay? You bond with them and then you give the boundaries to protect the bonds that are being made. That's your responsibility. So if, if you're in a family and you're coming to each other with, hey, you know, this is hurtful. You, you got to be able to say, okay, don't take it to heart. Oh, you just think I'm a piece of crap. No, I'm trying to protect the love in the relationship. That's my responsibility. Okay. And we can't just pull the creation card. Oh, well, God, you created me. That doesn't matter. That's cool and all. But that, that still doesn't mean that there isn't certain behaviors and requirements to, to protect the love. So, um, hold on, you guys. So did God not so set boundaries, right? Um, are, are you not a part of the family of God? Of course you are. We already said that. You're a part of it because he created you. All right. Now, here's another question. Are you to reason like man or God? What do I mean? What do I mean by that? Does man not reason sin because he himself is stuck in it? That makes sense. So, you know, oh, well, you know, I guess I'm a sinner too. And so I don't need to really set boundaries with anybody because we're all sinners. 
we don't really need to set parameters on anything because we're all got our heads up our butt sometime. I mean, come on, you guys. I mean, I'm just being real. Like, seriously, can you just think about it for, you know, just a couple minutes? You know, who are we supposed to become? If you're thinking like that, you're not thinking like the Lord is. If you think, oh, well, I'm sinful, therefore I cannot set limits on sin. You're forgetting who you are to become. You are to be made in the image of Christ. Christ is love, right? What is love? Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It does not rejoice in evil, but rejoices in the truth. Are you learning to rejoice in the truth and confront the evil so you can become like him? God is not evil. There's no evil in God. If we're going to become like him, we got to learn to confront those things within ourselves and with each other in a way for the sake of protecting the bonds that we're trying to create with each other. Right. So we got to learn to reason like God. So let's, let's go back to, let's ask some questions. You guys, what are the function of boundaries? What are the function? They're to establish who you are from somebody else. It's a combination of what you're saying yes to what you're saying no to, right? It's you distinguishing yourself as an individual from the rest of the world, right? Living from your heart. We've been talking about this week. That's the challenge that God's bringing to me in my life right now. Ashley, you're going to live from your heart. What kind of people are you going to have in your life? So, so that can happen, right? And, and you guys got to discern the type of people that are in your life so you can live out the things that God's put inside your heart, right? You, you, and we've been talking about that on the podcast, you know, and I'm not going to get into that right now because that's not the function of today, all right? So what are the function of boundaries, right? They're, 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 they're distinctions that make who you, who you are, right? Who are you in character? Ask yourself the question. Who are you in character? What do you value? And what are you going to set up in your life to protect those things? That is called stewardship. Managing the things that God has given to you, that is good. That is your job, all right? So that's the function. Make a distinction between you and somebody else. How do you know the difference between Ashley and -and so-and-so? You'll know by how Ashley talks and lives her life and what she does and what she thinks and what she says and all that and how, you know, how she feels and how she articulates, you know, my character, whatever, right? That's, it's who I am as a person and every single person is different. All right. And you got to learn how to distinguish yourself from other people because God has a plan for you individually. It's just a matter of you tapping into that. And what do they protect? What do boundaries protect? They protect the love and the skills and the talents and the life that God has put in you. You need the knowledge of good so you can carry out the good that God has. And you need the knowledge of evil to protect the good that God has given to you. You can't live with a freaking blindfold over your eyes and over your mind and over your heart in a world that's full of evil, yo. You've got to be able to distinguish the relationships in your life that steal, kill, and destroy. That's why y'all don't see the devil because you don't you don't understand what it looks like in the context of your life. It's, oh, you think, you know, oh, the devil's over here and he, you know, this is just my real life. Anything that steals, kills, and destroys is the work of the enemy. That is why he's so good at it because he's so involved in our life. Sometimes we don't even see it. So ask yourself the question, where are you being stealed, killed, and destroyed? That That's a red flag right there. That ain't the Lord. That is not the Lord. That's not God's heart. Okay. So I got, I better get going. You guys, I've only got like seven more minutes left on this thing. So how did God protect love? He set a boundary on evil. Did he not? Right? I mean, wh- you guys, what did he do the first time he created the world? What, what, why did he flood and destroy it? It said because they were evil and every freaking thought of their heart was like, you know, they just want to murder each other and all this kind of stuff. Right? So God had to say enough is enough. You've got to be able to do that in your own life. Enough is enough as far as, okay, I recognize the things in myself that are stealing, killing, and destroying me. 
and I'm going to ask God to give me the tools and the mindset I need to transform those things so I can give life to people. And then you're going to set a boundary with people who are stealing, killing, and destroying on you. That's your responsibility, right? Do you want, come on, do you want somebody coming up in your house that's going to steal, kill, and destroy all your investments and things that you've made, maybe into your family, right? All in the sake of family. I'm not going to put a limit on that person because they're family. No, you, it's your responsibility to protect the investment God has given you and to call it out for maybe they don't even see it, right? Aren't we supposed to blow the trumpet for people? Isn't that what the watchmen were supposed to do? Blow the trumpet. Hey, enemy's coming. Hey, I see that stuff going on. Your life is going to destroy you, right? I love you. That's why I'm telling you this, right? So you set boundaries with people that you love and you set it for yourselves. And then in the people that you still want to have a relationship with, it's your responsibility to say something at some point. If they don't respond, you already know what that means. Come on. You say, you know what? We got to, we got to, we got to make a decision. We're not going to engage with these relational dynamics going on anymore. We got to, we got to put a stop to it. Right. For my sake. And you know, for your sake too, you don't see it for you, but this is for me. I'm protecting my investment, you know, and I'm trying to tell you why I need to take a break with you or, or put a boundary here. But if they don't want to listen, that ain't on you. That's on them. So sometimes the best thing you can do is just, you know, say what you got to say and walk away and pray that God will give that person the insight they need to see the things that you see that are destroying the, the bonds that they have. Because if they want that bond with you, they're going to ask the question to themselves, right? If they really want to have a relationship with you. So are you, are you allowing stealing, killing, and and destroying in your life? We already talked about that. Who's responsible for discerning those things, right? Who is responsible? Let's talk about empowerment. Empowerment is taking full responsibility for your life. No one can tell you what's stealing, killing, and destroying. Someone can, if you're that blind to yourself. You guys, this is why being self-aware is so important. Self-control, baby. All right. Looking in yourself and asking yourself before someone has to tell you, let me tell you, if your destruction is getting so bad to a point to where you can't even tell it and someone's got to tell you how destructive you are, you've already gone too far and you've already destroyed so many people in the process. If someone has to go and tell you, you've got a problem, right? That means you've been blind to it. You're, that's the thing of, that's one thing that I've noticed about the Lord is the Lord wants to reveal it to you first. Right. Come on. He doesn't want you, you know, he doesn't want your shame and all that kind of stuff being exposed. He's trying to cover you. He's like, Hey, look, I got to tell you some things, you know, come spend time with me. Uh, He's not going to condemn you. He's not going to, he's not going to sit there and, uh, belittle you and all that kind of stuff. He's going to help you understand why you ended up in the dysfunction that you're, that someone's finally revealing to you. Oh, cause no one woke up and said, I don't want to make a crappy life decision. I want to ruin my life today. Nobody ever does that. You guys come on, let's give each other grace. But God will give you the understanding to realize what led to that to begin with. And that's what you really need. You need understanding for those places of yourself that you know are destructive, right? And God will give that to you. He's so good that way. That's what he did with Adam. He's like, look, let me break it down. You know, it was the way you were thinking about this, right? That led you to hiding in the bushes. It wasn't because you were really naked because you were naked the whole time. It really had nothing to do with that. It was, it was the knowledge you heeded in your mind, Adam, that got you where you're at. But I got you. Okay, I'm going to cover you. I'm going to equip you for the job that you have. This will give you some wisdom because you already done eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So here we go. Right? So you, you got to know the Lord that way. You got to know that even in your cra- crazy destruction, he's going to give you some instruction in that. Hallelujah, y'all. That is a blessing because you guys, I want good for my life. I know you guys want good for you. I know you want good for your life too if you're listening to this podcast. 
And I'm just trying to share with you the good things God has given to me, the mindset he's given me, the thought process he's given me, the things that he gives to me every single day that are helping me on this journey. I want to give it to you through this microphone, through my words, hopefully that you can really just nail it down in your life and you can start to get some redemption, some grace, some healing, some process, some progress, some some wealth, some health, right? All those things, all the good that God has for us. But we got to go there, yo. We got to go to the hard places in our life. That is really where life will begin is when you face the death in it. Does that make sense? Face the death in your life so you can be raised to life. All right. So a couple more questions, you guys, and I got to pop off here. Who has the curse of the knowledge of good and evil? Who has it? We do. You have the knowledge of good and evil. And we already talked about why you got to work with that. Who has all wisdom to keep evil at a distance hallelujah jesus has it all does he not he will give you what you need he'll give you the grace the love the truth the compassion heck he'll even give you the fruit of the spirit yo he will give you peace when we don't even deserve peace when our circumstances should not call for peace he will still give you a heart of peace because he's look i understand why you're thinking the way you are So I'll give you some grace here. I'm going to help you understand this from a different angle. I'm going to help you think about it differently. Is that not what he talks? Is that not what he's talking about when he tells us to pull the planks from our eyes, you guys? That is what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. Rolling the ideal. We're trying to get to places in our life and do things. We're trying to set boundaries and relationships, trying to do all these things. But what do we need to do first? Let's talk about Matthew 7 tomorrow. Let's talk about pulling the planks from our eyes, right? From our perceptions, those things. We're going to talk about that tomorrow, you guys. Uh, Food for Thought Friday coming up you guys join me as i go live on there on my facebook page daily encouragement with ashley campbell follow me on instagram uh daily encouragement ashley and then check out soul food sunday where my husband and i uh scott we go live on youtube and he's sharing with you guys the things that he's pouring into us and we want to encourage you guys so we love you i hope you guys have an awesome rest of the day i love you guys i hope you enjoyed this episode and i will see you guys tomorrow <laughs>